It sure is great to be in the Lord's house this morning. We appreciate being here and appreciate everybody. We see that you're with us. We had a real good Sunday school lesson this morning, and we thank the Lord for Sunday school, and it just blessed me to see people coming in. And uh, we've got uh, such a nice group of visitors with us this morning, and uh, we're looking so forward to the baptizing. I think we've got seven here that's going to be baptized this morning, and boy, what a blessing that is. We thank God for people that get saved and are able to testify of God's saving grace in their soul and willing to follow Jesus in baptizing and join the church. And so uh, what a blessing to have everybody this morning. And uh, I want to read the scripture uh, starting this morning. It's come on my heart. Uh, and then we'll say a little prayer and then turn over to the choir for a little bit. And then I'll get back up and uh, uh, try to follow the Lord, say what I need to, and then we'll get ready for the baptizing. But in the... In the sixth chapter of the book of Second Corinthians, uh, the scripture reads this way. And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their people, and they shall be my God. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And so God's saying, don't be tangled up in the world. Uh, make yourself separate from that we're in the world but not of the world and so we ought not be involved in sinful things and so i just felt like reading that this morning let's all stand for just a moment and we'll pray as we pray precious heavenly father i thank you lord for your tender mercies and your loving kindness god thank you for allowing us to be here today and thank you for the excitement of the baptizing god thank you for each one of these baptismal candidates and god thank you for all their friends and their family that so graciously and lovingly have come to uh, support them and view the baptizing. God, we appreciate that. And what a help that is. And it encourages not only those being baptized, but God, it encourages us. It encourages me. And God, so we thank you today for the service so far. We ask you to bless this service and help us, God, and speak to people's hearts this morning. God, we pray in Jesus' name and amen. You may be seated. We'll turn over to the choir. Page 190.
appreciate that good song. Once again, I thank the Lord for being here this morning. I have a scripture that I've got on my heart. I'd like to read from the book of Acts. It's chapter 8. And uh, there was a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch, and he'd been to Jerusalem to worship. And he was on his way back home, and he was riding his chariot through the desert. And he was reading from the book of Isaiah. And as he read from the book of Isaiah, he read this. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb dumb before his shearer, he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or some other man? This was about 600 years before Jesus was born. But God had blessed Isaiah to prophesy about Christ's going to come. And so when the when the Ethiopian eunuch was reading this, he was puzzled. He didn't understand, and I, I can understand why. Well, the Bible says here, verse 35, Then Philip opened his mouth and began the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came to a certain water, and the eunuch said, Here is water. What doth hinder me from being baptized? Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still, and they went both down into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized them. And so the point I want to make is this. We don't baptize people in the water uh, to get them saved or uh, help them to be able to go to heaven. What happens to get people able to go to heaven and get them saved is when they believe with all their heart that Jesus is the Christ. That's what Philip was saying to the eunuch there. When he said, I believe that, I believe that Jesus is the Christ, well, then Philip was willing to baptize him. So when people testify of God's saving grace that they've trusted Jesus Christ as the Savior of their soul, then we receive them as candidates for baptism. When we baptize them in water, we baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. And we submerge them in water, lay them down in water. We call that, I call it the liquid grave. It's a liquid burial. And then raise them back up. And so see, that illustrates death, burial, and resurrection. That illustrates being born again. And so... When we put them in the liquid, it doesn't make them born again, but it testifies about what's already happened in your soul. And so, boy, I'm glad to be here this morning. I'm glad for these folks that's going to get baptized. And I, I just praise God this morning. And if you're here and you're not saved, our prayer is for you to get saved. And if you are saved, we pray that you're living for the Lord. If you're not, this be a good morning to get in. And so uh, we'll ask the, the folks that are going to be baptized uh, uh, we'll ask the men to come over on this side and get ready and ask the women to come over on this side and get ready if you go ahead and and I want to tell you this got plenty of room up here in the front we would like to invite family and special friends that have come especially for the baptizing we'd like to ask you if you'd like to to come sit in the front where you might view the baptizing better we'd be honored to have you do that and we'll turn back over to brother taylor and the choir
say once again how happy I am to be here and thrilled that we're having these baptizing. I just, I, it just blesses my heart. Words can't really explain how I feel this morning. I'm just so blessed and so happy. And thank you all for being here for this baptizing. And church, let's really pray while we baptize this morning. And, and ask yourself this morning, uh, am I saved by God's grace? And of course, if you are, you should have a quick answer in your heart. Said, yeah, I am. And, and if you are saved, ask yourself another question. Am I really following God like I should this morning? And so let's really pray. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, upon the profession of her faith in him, we baptize this, our sister, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and upon the profession of her faith in him we baptize this our sister in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost Amen Thank the Lord Thank the Lord obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and upon the profession of her faith in him we baptize this our sister in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost our brother in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank the Lord. Glad we're doing this today. Thank you, Lord. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and upon the profession of his faith in him, we baptize this our brother in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and upon the profession of his faith in him we baptize this our brother in the name of the Father and the Son 
and the Holy Ghost. to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and upon the profession of his faith in him, we baptize this our brother in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen. I appreciate these. I appreciate Ryan helping me. And why I appreciate y'all praying. I, I could feel it when you was praying. So we'll turn back over to the choir and let them sing. We'll go ahead and get ready. We'll come back out and uh, we'll uh, show our appreciation for these folks a little bit after we come back outside. So just keep praying. Page 
page 40. Page 40.
page 170. 170. friends that want to can come shake hands with them if you feel like it and uh, if you want to hug them that's up to you and them uh, used to we just uh, try to get everybody in the house to come around and shake hands but with all the sickness around we just kind of narrowed it down to family and special friends but before we do that uh, so everybody can show their appreciation let's give an applause for all of them alright well let's stand let's sing a verse of song and Family and special friends come around, uh, give them a hug or shake hands, whatever you want to do.
So here's what I feel like doing. We just uh, we'll take prayer requests in just a moment. Just have a prayer, word of prayer, and then we'll see if anybody has a special song they want to sing. And then I have a few things on my heart I really want to share and feel like God uh, wants me to share a little message with you. I hesitate to tell people to be real short because I think that worries them because they think it might not be. <laughs> but uh, probably be kind of short, but uh, uh, I just thank God for everybody's here today. And let's just uh, continue to obey the Lord. But uh, anybody have an uh, unspoken prayer request? Amen. Anybody have a prayer request on your heart this morning? Just feel free to make it known. Okay. All right. Remember that. Any others? Let's pray for God to keep speaking to people's hearts. I believe he already has today. But let's pray for God to keep speaking to people's hearts. And, and let's pray that people will follow the Lord. God doesn't make people follow him. He doesn't make people come to all of But when he calls with that sweet spirit and he gets our attention and lets us know there's a spiritual need in there, then it's, it's our move. It's up to us. And I, I, well, there's some people I'm burdened for this morning. Anyone else before we pray? Right. the Lord. Now, anybody feel like singing? Got a song on your heart? Do you feel like singing? If you do, follow the Lord. If not, won't you just keep praying? Pray very earnestly. And uh, 
I'd like to look a couple places in the book of Exodus to start with. And uh, I'd like to read from the 12th chapter of the book of Exodus and the 13th chapter of the book of Exodus. I want to read about a month called Abib. It has very special meaning. And uh, I'd like to use a, a text or subject this morning uh, about that, a new beginning. And so I'll give you a moment to turn in Exodus and we'll get to the 12th chapter here. <coughs> In the twelfth chapter of the book of Exodus. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt. And I'll pause right here. The children of Israel had been in Egypt, uh, one scripture said 430 years. And most of those years, uh, they'd been in slavery. And so again, the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye also unto the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. And so keep that in mind, and then we go to the thirteenth chapter, still talking about this special month. Verse 3, And Moses said unto the people, Remember this day in which ye came out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, for by strength of hand the Lord brought you out from this place. There shall be no leavened bread be eaten. This day came you out in the month Abib. And it shall be when the Lord shall bring thee into the land of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Hivites and the Jebusites, which he swore unto thy fathers to give thee. Listen to this. A land flowing with milk and honey, that thou shalt keep this service in this month. And so I want you to really pray. And you just imagine being in slavery a long time and God raised up Moses and uh, he led the, the people and uh, God said, I'm going to bring you out of that land. Now, God gave them a brand new calendar. Uh, before this time, they didn't have the month of Abib. He said, this is a new month. This is a new day. And uh, things are going to be different now. Uh, boy, I'm telling you what, I, I remember one time when I was in slavery, I was in bondage. Well, preacher... Uh, that can't be right. Well, I'm not talking physically speaking. No one had me tied up with ropes. Uh, but spiritually, uh, I was in bondage and in slavery to sin. And I'm telling you what, uh, when God come through and the gospel reached me and I, I realized through the preached gospel that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. When I found out that uh, God gave his son Jesus to come to this world, he was born of a virgin, he suffered a lot. He went about doing good, but people were mean to him and finally went to the cross and died, rose from the grave. And uh, back here where I read to you in uh, chapter 12, said this month of Abib, when you come out of the land of Egypt, when you're getting ready to come out, he said, I want you to take every household a lamb. Take a lamb for every house. And I didn't read the rest of it, but he said, make sure it fits the size of your household. And uh, like if you had a, a small family and there was uh, maybe another family close by, you could put them together. It just wanted to make the lamb to fit. And, and the reason he wanted to make it fit, because he said, I don't want any of it wasted. I don't want any of it left. Well, what this is a picture of, go with me this morning, what this is a picture of, uh, I got a lamb in my life uh, when I came out of bondage and when I came out of sin. It's that same lamb, praise God, that uh, John the Baptist, when he was down there by the river of Jordan baptizing Anthony, and, and he looked up and he saw Jesus coming. 
And as far as I can tell, Brother Carl, first time he'd ever laid natural eyes on him. But he recognized him through the Holy Spirit. He said, lo, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. And, and he said, the sin of the world. Uh, sin was in my soul. Uh, if you've never been born again, sin's in your soul. And, and so back here in this 12th chapter of Exodus where it said, get you a lamb and eat this lamb. And then I'm going to bring you out of this land of bondage. And then the next chapter over there where they had come out. He said, I want you to observe this uh, day by day. I want you to observe the things that I've told you to. Then over in the 16th chapter of the book of Deuteronomy, it uh, goes on and explains about the same thing. But the interesting part is uh, from Exodus to Deuteronomy, it was 40 years later. And they were getting ready to go into the promised land. And uh, God told them, uh, when you go in there, I want you to recognize uh, what I've done for you. And I want you to keep uh, the commandments. And I want you to keep the feast. And I, I want you to keep the Passover. Well, what does it mean, Passover? Well, let me get back to that a little bit. Back there, when they were getting ready to come out of the land of Egypt, uh, God said, I want you to take a lamb. Uh, when you slay it, I want you to eat it, but I want you to take the blood of the lamb. He said, and when you uh, go to your household, I want you to put the blood up one side of the doorpost. I want you to put it across the top of the door. I want you to put it on uh, the other side of the door. And he said, when the blood's there, when, when that angel comes through that's bringing death to all the households in Egypt, and that was one of the penalties that God put on Egypt uh, for uh, doing his people the way that they did them. But God said, when, when this angel comes through bringing death, he said, when the angel sees the blood, he will pass over you. Uh, boy, I'm glad that I've got the blood applied to my heart. I'm glad I'm saved by the grace of God. But now, listen, I, I want you to know, this can be a new beginning. This is a new year. You know, when we have a new year, and I think it causes us to think, well, what did I do last year that was good? Maybe I can do that and maybe a little better this year. And oftentimes, we make New Year's resolutions, uh, and that's okay if you want to. But what I'm talking about this morning is something that will change your whole life. It's a new beginning. It's a new beginning. And I want to get another a scripture over here, uh, over in the book of Galatians. I marked this over here now. When I, when I preach about this, and so far I've been preaching about the lost people having new beginnings. But you know what? Sometimes people that are already saved need to have a new beginning. Now, when you get saved, that's forever. You've got eternal life. But I'll just read this to you. The last verse in chapter 4 of Galatians and the first verse in chapter 5. Here's what the scripture said. Listen carefully. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. Uh, my mother's not a slave. Uh, she's a free woman. Uh, well, what is your mother, preacher? That's the church of the living God. That's when I was born again. I come out of sin. I was saved by grace. Uh, I'm a free person. I'm a member of the church of the living God. Well, let me go on and get this for you. Listen at this. And there might be some people here that saved and have been living for Jesus. Uh, this should apply to you. You should think about it. It said, stand fast. Therefore, to stand fast, that means to be firm, get in your place and, and get locked in there. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free and be not entangled again uh, with the yoke of bondage. Uh, to be entangled, that means to be tied up, that means to be enslaved. And so the Lord is telling people it's already been saved here. Don't get tangled up in the sinful things of the world again, but stand in your liberty. 
I'm telling you what, we've got freedom today to live for the Lord. The devil will tell us we can't do it. He'll say it's just impossible. Uh, nobody can live for God in this day and age. But I want to say the devil is a liar. Everybody wants to live for God. Can. If you're lost, you can get saved. And if you're saved, you can live for Jesus. And that's why over in the 12th chapter of the book of Hebrews, it talks about wherefore, uh, seeing you're so compassed about by so great a cloud of witnesses, uh, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race which is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. So now I want to sum this up. I told you I'd try not to be long. I don't think I need to be, but I want to sum this up. You can have a new beginning today. If you're lost and God's gotten your attention, stirred your heart, would you like to be saved? Would you like to be free? Would you like to have freedom in your soul? You can have that today. Uh, you don't have to uh, measure up uh, according to man's standards. Uh, all you've got to do is just come with a humble heart and trust Jesus and ask him to save your soul. You can have a new beginning. You can have the month of a bib spiritually in your heart and life. It'll change your soul for eternity. Now, along with that, and get your song ready, along with that, if you're here today and you've been saved, uh, but you've gotten entangled again in the things of the world. I'm telling you what, you can stand in the liberty of Jesus Christ today if you will. Well, preacher, I've messed up. Well, I, I, I really hate to say this, but so have I. There's times in my life I look back where I messed up real bad. There's pages, if my, if my life was written in a book and I had power to edit that book, I'd tear some of the pages out. Uh, but I can't tear them out, but I can look back on them and I can learn from them and I can grow from them and I can be helped by it and God uh, will give me a new beginning when I trust him. And he's done that before us all stand. I want to ask you this morning, uh, whatever your need is, come to the altar. Come and let's pray about this this morning. Praise God we have a God like this. Let's have a new beginning here today, this day in the Lord while we sing. Would you come? Don't put it off. But come. Get in. Please come. If you want to help somebody, you got to get in yourself. If you're saved and you got friends and loved ones that you care about, don't we all? I do. I'm sure you do. Somebody will say this. Somebody might say that. Don't worry about what this one said or that one said. Worry about what God said. What did Jesus say? He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Would you like to have a new beginning today? Come today. To be an outlaw to need to come to the altar. You don't have to be, you don't have to feel embarrassed to come to the altar. We ought to be proud to get to come to the altar. It's a place where we can repent, have a new start, a new beginning. Boy, somebody needs to come today. Would you just step out and come right now? Well, my heart's longing to see you move. The devil will say, you can't for this reason. You can't for that reason. Better wait a little while. Come back a few more times and find out. But I want you to know now is the 
acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. Please come. Please come. Maybe I have not even, maybe I have not even touched what your circumstance is. Maybe I haven't described it at all. That's okay. If God's working around your heart, if God's speaking to you, then you're the one that needs to answer God. And when God talks to us with the feelings of our heart, we just have two answers. You say, oh, there's more than two. No, there's just two answers we give God. One's yes, when we move by faith and obey Him, and the other one's all sum up as no. One man said, I didn't tell him no, I just, I said not right now. And I said, sir, I, I'm sorry, but that's no. Because right now is when God's wanting you to move. And if you want and you don't, then that's no. I've told God no a lot of times. I'm sorry to tell you. Every time I told God no, later on I looked back at it and I was sad for it and I was sorry about it. But I'm human just like you're human. I've made a lot of mistakes. I've messed up a lot. But God, with his forgiving mercy and his grace, when he got my attention and I needed to come, he helped me. Praise God today. He'll help you. Come, let's pray about this. You can feel, you can feel so downhearted and you can feel so disappointed and you can feel like life even isn't worth living. That's the way the devil wants you to feel. But if you'll obey the Lord, he'll give you a new start. The Lord will give you a new beginning. Another, another definition of that word abib means green sprouts. Well, why would that be? Well, it was in the springtime when this month was established. And so when the little green plants started to grow up out of the ground, you know how it is in the springtime when you first see those little buds and those little green leaves and Life is coming out of that which looked like it was dead all the time. I'm telling you what, uh, a new beginning, little green sprouts. Once I was dead, but God stirred life up in me. And I'm alive today. I'm alive not because, not because I go to church a lot, not because I'm a preacher, but I'm alive in Christ Jesus because I trusted him and he saved my soul. And again, I've made a lot of uh, wrong moves and bad uh, choices, but when I repented, God forgave me. You know what we can all do? We can all do our best. Are you willing to do your best today with God's help? Are you willing to do your best? If you're saved and you're willing to do your best, God will bless you down the road of life, and you can help your people. Saying whenever you get ready, somebody needs to come. Will you please come? Listen to this song. Yeah, Lord. Help us, God. Would you come? Come on, let's get in. Day after day. Amen. But Would you come? Come. Boy. Soon My heart's blessed this morning. On the one hand, 
but it's burdened and sad on the other hand. I've got a burden for some folks here this morning. I'll just tell you this for what it matters, I don't know. But I woke up in the night excited about this service and able to pray for it. And in my imagination, I saw an altar full of people. And I rejoiced in the middle of the night. And the faces of some of those folks that was on the altar are here in this congregation today. I don't see them on the altar, but there's some of you here, and I believe there's potential for you to be on the altar. I believe God's calling. Will you respond? You might feel so sad. You might feel so defeated. You might feel so troubled. Let God help you with that. It's not in our strength that we get the victory, but it's in Christ Jesus that we have a new beginning. Come on, please. Obey the Master. Yeah, amen. Amen. Bless them, Lord. Stop by. My destination's on the other side. Come and get in and enjoy this with us. Help us. the hard one. When you take that one, the rest of them seem to get a little easier. All right. All right. Guess went far as I need to. I, uh, I appreciate your prayers and the Lord coming by. Anybody else got anything on their heart before we come to a close? Appreciate that testimony. Anyone else? 
Anybody else? that these testimonies touch my heart. Anyone else? God's put another thing or two on my heart. Listen, help me this way. With heads bowed and eyes closed, let me talk to you this way. If you're here today and you're not where you need to be with the Lord, whether that means you're lost or you've been saved and you're out of fellowship with God or, or maybe you're puzzled and you're wondering, well, have I really been saved or not? In other words, just sum it up. You're not where you need to be with the Lord. Would you just raise your hand and say, pray for me. I won't point you out or come to you and embarrass you. Boy, I appreciate those hands. My goodness, a lot of hands. I appreciate those hands. Any other hands? Any other hands? Boy, those, those hands, I'm telling you, they, they touch my heart. I'm glad God put this on my heart to do this. Let me ask one more time. If you're here and not where you need to be with the Lord. You know there's a need there. Maybe I haven't described it. Maybe you have a hard time describing it. But maybe somewhere down deep inside, you know, things are just not right between me and God. Would you just raise your hand and say, pray for me? Any others? I appreciate that hand. Boy, thank you. I appreciate it. Any more, quickly? Thank you for that hand. Any others? Okay, raise your head and open your eyes. I don't know if she's able to or not, but uh, if my wife would sing a song that she sang sometime, I spent some time with God. You think you could sing that song? I spent some time with God. And boy, I'm glad I spent some time with him. Would you be willing to spend some time with him this morning, even to come to the altar? Uh, would, you, would you be willing to do that? When you, if you come and pray, when you get through, if you don't want to say anything, you just go back to your seat. We're not trying to pressure you or put you on the spot. Of course, if you want to say something, you can. But listen, even just acknowledging, yeah, there's a need in my life. That's a big step. Now, would you take one more step and come and let God get that fixed for you while Linda sings this song? Listen carefully to this song. Listen. I spent Listen. some time Listen. with God. You ever spend any time with God? Down on my hey, man. Come, folks, come. Crying, Lord, please. Oh, would you just come? Just step out and come. Have you know, if, mercy if you'll come, it'll help me. you. It'll help some other folks. It'll help me too. And in his love and kindness. Come on. Boy, God's still here. He's still he calling. Heard I thought we were through, but God said no. Some people need to come. Come and let's in pray. Come on. With come on. Down Ask yourself the question. Why am I not going up there? In a world if you feel that stirring and you, you know there's a spiritual need in your life, 
Ask yourself, Just why, why am I standing here? Why am I not moving? Come on, let's pray about Traveling this. Down let's pray about this. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Sin was blinding my eyes. Oh, I remember when it was like that. Then I came to a crossroad. I believe some folks are at a crossroad today. I know not how. Come on. And church, obey the Lord. Whatever God gives you, do it. If you need to hug somebody and tell them you love them, do it. Obey the Lord. Come on. We're not here to embarrass you. We want to pray for you. God loves you. God wants to help you. He can help you. We'd like to be a help to you. But that help, partly at least, in large part, depends on you. Will you come? Amen. Yeah, Lord. My blinded eyes were open. I don't mean to sound strange, but somebody needs to come and I need and to hurry up. I could it's urgent. See. Hurry up and come. It's urgent. I am so thankful now for is the acceptable time. time. With <laughs> God on my knees. Amen. Well, I appreciate that song. Thank you for singing that, Lena. Thank you for praying. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being honest. Those that raise your hand and respond, thank you. Anyone else? If not, be seated for just a minute. We'll take the announcements. If anybody's got an announcement. Okay. Might not have any. Okay, anybody else have any announcements? Okay, come on. I don't get it done every time, but everybody knows that most Sundays I try to put the announcements on Facebook. And if, you, um, if you're a Sunday school teacher, down in the comments, if you want to put where your class is studying, and I'll try to put that reminder in the announcement, it's just helpful um, for the book and chapter be in there and what you're studying for, for your class. Give the teacher's name and, and then where you're at, and that would be a big help if you want to do it. Thank you. Appreciate that. Anything else? Anyone else? Okay. okay, we'll be dismissed here in just a little bit. We got another baptizing scheduled the last Sunday of this month, and so really pray. Got a few people uh, planning on getting baptized in, so remember that. And uh, I remember service time tonight. <clears throat> I had, uh, had some folks told me they'd be here this morning, that, and they are. And I thank God for you. I appreciate you making the effort to come. Had one person that was planning on being here this morning called me and said, I can't come, but I'll be here tonight. I said, that's great. I'll be looking for you. So let's, let's really pray. And uh, let's just mind the Lord. And uh, in a little bit when we dismiss, and <clears throat> it's time for everybody to go out while our deacons stand in the back there. They've got the offering plates back there. If you want to put something off the plate, you can. If you don't want to, don't worry about it. And uh, we're glad you're here. we got a lot of visitors. Once upon a time, when service was closing and uh, we were praying dismissal prayer, 
I used to go to the back so I could shake hands with everybody when they was going out. And uh, once uh, COVID got going real good, I quit doing that. And so I wanted to tell you that uh, if you're here visiting, uh, I'm glad you're here. I thank God for you. And uh, I hate I didn't get to talk to you more than what I did. But I pray and I hope that you'll come back. Boy, we'd be glad to have you. And uh, if nothing else, we're going to ask everybody seated to stand. And uh, I'll ask Mike Kester to play dismissal. Mark, Derek, and I.